Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, or good day. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. We have Brooke again. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Always love having you, and I appreciate everything you do for us. Thank you. We've had, Brooke and I have had such an amazing, such an amazing week that both of us were getting information that was so tied together, both about the same subject. And Brooke, go ahead and elaborate on that, because I find that this, the synchronicities that we've had this week are amazing. Yeah. So Chris and I don't communicate a whole lot during the week. I'll throw him something here or something there, but we really don't. And just to show how divinely, you know, inspired these are is, you know, he threw the subject out to me and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, that's all I've been thinking about. You know, that's where we're at. It's what we need to do right now. I'm like, that's all I've been thinking about. And, and even before, oh, just to tell no, just to say, and, and that didn't even happen until Friday, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, yeah. so I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, that's fine. And then, uh, you know, we do try to just have a little chit chat to make sure we're all on the same page. Um, Cause my brain is always all over the place. And just the very first thing Chris said was the very first thing I had written down. <laughs> and the very second thing he said was the very second thing I had written down. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we don't discuss too much cause we both, I think we both believe that this will flow in a certain direction and honestly over talking it or over trying to explain to each other, might just mess it up, but it just, it'll flow. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, and actually, before we get into this, I, I would actually like to bring up, because this was something that came up in our quick conversation that we had, the energy out there and the lack of sleep people are getting is intense. So be mindful of that. You're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sleeping. I'm getting a lot of talk from a lot of friends. Brooke, right? You said you got yeah. a lot of I do this on my phone and I put my phone on um, do not disturb. So if I blink at any time, I'm constantly, I'm declining call after call right now. I either get no calls in a day or a week, but the last two days, my phone is blowing up for people that need something that want to express something that are going through something. Hold yeah. on guys. Hang on. <laughs> exactly. It's such a beautiful message. Cause it's so true. Like, there's a lot of energy out there. And there, that reveal podcast that we had not too long ago, ladies and gentlemen, there is stuff at work. And that is what we, there is a reveal that is happening. And that is what we want to talk about today. Like the importance that you carry in all of this and the importance of you being who you truly are. And we have touched on this in some other podcast, The Lazy River, Overcoming Fear, The Shedding. There, the, this has been touched on, but it is so, so vitally important that you become who you are meant to be. And, and the, the, the synchronicities that Brooke and I had this week and their relenting information to us is proof of that, that we have to keep talking about it because um, it is that important that you are who you are meant to be. You become that person that you that you open up to that divine communication and allow that, that soul aspect to come through. Now, Brooke, are you cool if I do read that, that one? Uh, oh, absolutely. Thank you. So this, this was, somebody posted this in one of the, uh, one of the Facebook groups that, that Brooke and I are a member of. And um, we're just going to kick, kick this podcast off with this, um, with this post. Your mind is still worried about third dimensional survival subjects like work, like your business, feeding your family, taking care of your children, all while your heart yearns for abundance, yearns for the life that you have in your mind, that life that you dream of, that life that you very thought of opens your heart a bit wider. Now, this is a channeled message, ladies and gentlemen, and it says that we want to remind you that fifth dimensional frequencies are already accessible on this planet. So the question now is, are you yet ready to accept that truth? Are you still in need to continue the path of suffering before you fully awaken to the true existence that we are? And with that, um, we can really kick this subject off. Um, and one of the first things that we discussed 
was that idea, yes, of becoming who you are meant to be. And what that looks like. A lot of things um, are happening in this planet that are really eye-opening a lot. And you'll see, I mean, you guys see it, the energy in this, in this atmosphere that is so dense. But that's what happens when we shed, right? We, we, ex we exhibit that, we feel that energy again. And Brooke, jump in at any time, don't, please. Um, so now comes the time where we have to begin to look within and start to be mindful of these feelings of, you know what, I feel calling to do something else, or I feel yeah. calling or a push somewhere. Yeah, and I, that is the first thing we said when we talked to see what's on our paper was, you all have felt it. You have felt it, but we are in a dimension with so many distractions that maybe purposely want to keep us from finding our true self and our true purpose. And kind of one of our biggest missions here is to break through all of that to find our true self. Because in being our true self and finding who you're really meant to be goes along with my heal yourself, heal the world. Well, find your true self and you will help everyone else find their true self. You know, yeah. and, and that's where we need to be. So it takes all of us. Like we are one. And the more we are each shedding the junk the junk that doesn't belong in us the junk that has just blocked us and we can become our true selves and we'll be bringing out in everybody else and man what a wonderful world that would be <laughs> exactly if you think of it like a chain i got this representation little metaphor earlier uh that i think that we even discussed um you're a link in a chain ladies and gentlemen and we are all not we're all one but we all have gifts that are different we all get different messages and they are all important and a lot of people will come to me i know and say oh i wish i got the information that you got but that's not what this is about it is about you being the link in the chain so like me i mean brooke is a way more uh powerful healer than i am <laughs> But, but the point is that Brooke and I and you, and, and you, the audience members, are, we feed off each other. Yes. And that's, you know, one thing I have um, that I wrote down is, you know, my true self is not your true self and is not someone else's true self. I have um, people that I'm trying to help them find their true self. And I, I'm a little silly. Like I do silly things. I dance up the hallways at work. I, you know, crack jokes. I say funny things. I do my hair funny. I wear funny outfits. And the other person who I'm trying to get find their true self, they're like, well, I, I get silly too. I'm like, well, no, that's my, you know, I'm not, that's not, may not be your true self. You know, that's my true self. So and I think it's okay when we look to others for a strength, you know, because I think we're all searching for who we're meant to be. And I think we see, we can see glimpses of that in other people. And so we, we try things out, I think. Like I'll see something in somebody else and go, wow, that's, you know, and I'll kind of try it on for a little bit. And then I'll realize, well, nope, that's, that's not me. But through that, I might find something else. I might, one of my other strengths might jump up. But it, it takes all of us. And it's like, I think we can draw strength from each other. And just the more real you are, if I'm being my real self, my real self, I cuss like a sailor. <laughs> my true self will F-bomb you to death. And I'm really trying to stay clean for the podcast. But if you see my true self, it's, there's some words in there, but that's when my biggest truths come out and my real stuff. So again, with societal norms, that's something else that holds me back. There's always these blockages holding us back. You know, the, we're like, well, society wouldn't accept this. So it keeps you from being your true self. Mm -hmm. When if we could all just break out of it, and if we all saw each other's true selves, um, we would all be a whole lot freer. But exactly. we worry about the job, you know, looking professional, how we're making the money, how we're, so all those things do keep us from our true freedom. Yep. Yeah. And so that's a, it's a beautiful perspective and beautiful to understand how important you are in the link and the messages that you get 
I get messages that are tied to a soul's growth. Um, but your messages like Brooke is a tremendous healer and without each other to feed each other. And when I say Brooke and I, I actually really mean the collective. Yeah. And all of you and the messages that you get are going to ignite or spark something within another person that is important and needed to actually begin to feed the chain even more. Because when you get your message that is put out there, and that's why we talked about this before, you, you cannot fear the idea of who you are and not begin to discuss this with other people because it is so important. We need people like you to step forward and embrace who you are so that you can begin to get this message out. And we talked about it before where you go into work and people are like, oh my gosh, Chris, I can't talk about this. Or Brooke, I can't talk about this because there's no one else around here that, that thinks this way. Well, and then I'll come in and I'll start talking to everybody about it. And then more and more people will come out of the woodwork. And I'm exactly. like, you guys are holding on too much to fear and we yeah. can't. Exactly. That same exact thing at work. I mean, I, sometimes I take it, I actually will take it to an extreme to draw people in. Like I walk around work going, well, I'm not really from here. So I just don't fully understand, you know, and I work in a school. Like you would think the professionals would be like, oh my gosh, like, why do we have this girl working here? She doesn't think she's from this planet. <laughs> well, but they also know it's my fun, loving, joking way of saying things. And it draws more people I get so many side conversations at work. I have people stop in to just let me know this or let me know that. And there you've helped by being my true self and not hiding a whole lot. You know, of course there's a, like I said, because of society, there's a certain way we have to portray ourselves, but I do show enough of myself that people feel safe to come and be themselves. <laughs> and I'm going to bring up something that actually you and I have not yet discussed, Brooke. Um, but it's part of that reveal that we keep hearing about now in the schools, right? One thing that they keep hitting me with, you guys know, I'm going, I'm going back to school to become a teacher. Brooke already works in the schools. And one thing I'm keep getting hit with is the abuse of children. And I don't mean to go in that direction, but what I, what I want to bring up is that it is important to understand your part in, in the collective and being who you truly are because a lot of people are so scared of the system or scared of speaking up because of fear of retribution or what could happen to them or losing their job. And that's why we, be, we have to begin mindfully of really letting go of the, the need to be um, have the need for all of these material items that are so third dimensionally uh, attached to and embrace who you are so that you can be here to, to shed this light on so many people that are in need of it. Are, are you okay with me talking about that? I, I apologize for bringing that up kind of. Yeah, no, because I was, I was grasping onto the idea of, um, you know, we live, in, we live in a world where it's, you're afraid to do the right thing. Because yes. you're afraid by being the person that's doing the right thing is going to be the person to lose the job, is going to be the person to, you know. Um, but I've seen the shift. Um, I've seen the shift coming that there are more and more people in, especially the school system, that are more okay with the things that we're doing now the more yeah. loving the more loving direction the more understanding direction that is a big thing that is coming into light so that is a huge positive mm -hmm. and you know of, and it's, it's exactly right and it's part of that whole reveal thing we are beginning to see there are things that are coming out and and without getting into too much detail but there are things coming out um that are beginning to shed light on on a different understanding and you you guys are so important to all of this and your light and your message are so important and fear is something that so many of us are leaning on and using as as a as an obstacle 
to not be who you're meant to be. Right. And that time is done. We're yeah. done with that time. We are moving on. Yeah. I know there are a lot of people right now experiencing um, an ugly side of their self. They're yeah. seeing a lot of their ego come up. They're seeing, but that's okay. It's part of the process. I know you did a um, podcast on shedding. These things are coming up for you to be able to let them go and get them out because there's no room for them in 5D. It's, they're not going to be able to exist. These things are coming up for us to look at. Don't even judge it. Don't even just get rid of it. That's where we're at now. And that's why people are feeling intense. Uh, sometimes we look at things like in a negative way. Like I know all of my life I've been full moon reactive. And so at the full moon, I was disgusting. Uh, my, I didn't want to be near myself, let alone anybody else want to be near me. And I looked at it in a negative way for such a long time. And then finally I said, well, how can something so beautiful as the moon be a bad thing? And I finally realized that what's happening at the moon is all of the things that you've held on to all month long, those little things that you've shoved down, little things that you've worked through, it is your time to shake them out. It's your time to bring them to the surface and shake them out. So it's bringing it out for a good reason. So we are in a time now that what this energy is, the energy that's coming to our planet, it's bringing these things up, not to discourage you, not to make you question yourself even more. They're coming up so you can shake them out. Yes. And so, so, so some things to be mindful of, right? What are, what are these low vibrational uh, aspects that we're holding on to? Is it, is it fear? Is it, anxiety or frustration or sadness that we are struggling to overcome and wh what am i not like judgments are huge and you see them every day on all these on all these uh social media platforms you know where people are just so quick to judge but we have to be mindful of that as well as light workers and messengers here being our true authentic selves to not in not in, to watch how much you are engaging and when and if you are engaging watching your words so that you are not not contributing to that low vibrational field um these are all ideas and understandings that we be, we we should begin to become one with so that we better understand how to be ones that are raising the vibration rather than engaging yeah. in the mud and you lowering know, and not only to not engage, but something we tend to forget about is to send that person a little love and light. Mm -hmm. You know, we're quick to go, oh, that person that made that post is, oh, God, what a jerk. I want nothing to do with them. Well, they're part of our collective, you know, right. and they are part of the one. And so we're so quick to just dismiss those people and think they don't belong where we belong or they have this other way of thinking. But it is also, our job, those of us that are light workers, to recognize that and send them a little something, send them mm -hmm. a little consciousness their way, send them a little love and light instead of just sending them more bad energy for what they had put out there. Let me, you know, let me oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, no, it just goes along with, you know, if you want to use the, the parallel of, you know, um, like, you know, Christianity or love, it's that. You know, you don't just pray for your children and the people you love. The people that need the prayers and the good vibes the most are the people that you probably wouldn't want to be friends with. You know, mm -hmm. those are the people that we need to be praying for and sending the light to because they yep. are part of us. Absolutely. A lot of people, you know, just take, for instance, the mask, right? A lot of people don't like it. And then a lot of people do like it or are like, hey, we're, we're all come, we all come from a sense of love. When you sit back and think about it, when people debate, and, I, and I'm just using this topic not to get into political things, I'm just yeah. using it as a reference. But people get into it because I don't care what you like. You can like it or don't like it. And I'm not even going to tell you what I like because it doesn't matter. What I am telling you is that when you sit back and look at both parties and how they the, discuss their point of view, what we can look at both of them is they're both coming from a point of love. They both care. One yeah. care about the, the just coming from two different angles of the care, but both are right. And 
we can't judge people that disagree with what you think. We have to love, like Brooke just said, we have to send them love. I'll give you another, for instance, if you don't mind, Brooke, real quick. No, go ahead. A point of being your true authentic self. I'm in, I'm in college and I am attending these classes and this school that I'm going to pushes oppression and, and, and separation so much. Now they are coming from an aspect of um, kids with special needs and that's what they, that's who they talk about, uh, you know, and they, and they, they push this on you hard. Well, I, I literally have been arguing um, a different perspective. And that's one that I got from uh, Dr. Atai Itzvin, who was my meditation teacher. And he is a doctor of psychology and talks about the importance of not focusing so much on the negative, but on the love. And yeah. it is so important when you think about it, because this school hits me all the time with the separation's wrong, separation's wrong. And I'm like, wait a second, guys, focus on the teacher's that are of the light, that are promoting togetherness and inclusion. You, you guys are focused on the separation. You're going to get more of that, yeah. you know? And, I, and, and I, I actually called my teacher up this week and I'm like, this is, it's so heavy. These classes are so heavy because that's all they focus on is the negativity. And that's what Brooke and I are saying today is embracing your true self and the love that you are and don't fear recourse like I fight my teachers because I'm like I'm love and I don't care what you say I'm only going to be love I'm not going to focus on that sec that segregation and that separation that you keep talking about because that's not that's not going to get me anywhere not going to yeah. get you anywhere yeah now I had a huge identity crisis in my new role at the school this year um because in the years past I was a one-on-one -on -one para um with special needs kids and, um, and I would work with the whole class, not just the one student I was assigned to. And um, throughout my years there of having to bring kids to ISS, you know, I would see the situation unfold. I would see how the one kid became frustrated enough to have, you know, an outburst enough to get sent to ISS. And I would kind of run ahead of the kid to the teacher and go, okay, he's being sent here for this. But just understand that he had this going on. He had that going on. And there was a buildup to this. He didn't just do that for no reason, you know? And I was like, oh my gosh, these teachers probably think like, oh my God, Brooke just cushions everything for all these kids and they need to be reprimanded. And I always felt like everybody would be like against that idea. And um, this year at the school, I am the ISS. <laughs> well, it's the behavior interventionist. Um, and I had an identity crisis of trying to be authoritative, um, which I'm not. And um, I mean, it's, I'm not. Um, I'm more understanding and love and how can we fix this? How can we not do this again? How can we? And luckily, the turning of the tides in the schools are going that direction of, um, you know, understanding like hey kid did you sleep last night <laughs> did you eat breakfast today you know what happened in your house today that may have made you you know this isn't your typical personality so it, it's it is more becoming like that now and again there's arguments always but I found that when I finally got rid of the you know me thinking that people expected me to be a certain way and when I finally was able to get rid of that and become my true self and um and deal with things in my way, uh, my staff is amazing. They, they praise what I do. They love what I do. And I'm sure there's always a few that discipline will always be, a, and it, it'll be to the, an argument to the end of times on the right way to do it. You know, if you scold and punish or if you talk and, but my staff has fully accepted my true self. And I've noticed it has brought out other people who I think were struggling with the same thing on how to deal with some of these kids and they're finding their true self in that. And they realize that this conditioning throughout the years of society of, you know, either crack them on the knuckles with the ruler or put them in the hallway by themselves. They're realizing that there are other ways that can help these kids grow in the future and give them better coping skills and help them to understand why they're feeling certain ways. And um, it's really just being taken on now, 
you know, but when you are your true self, you bring it out in others. And I think you end up heading down the right path. You really do. I had a, um, I had a class I was working with and, 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 and I apologize for the school references. It's only because that's the industry that, that Brooke and I are in. Um, but what we're trying to point out though, is that whatever industry you're in or wherever you're at, what, what can you do to be your authentic self and begin to be the light so that others can come out of the dark and begin to realize their own light. And I, here's another example. There was a class that I was in very, very rough class. And when I went in, I asked the teacher if I could start to do like a, a meditation with the children on love and light. And because if you do that for two minutes a day, two minutes every day, that will actually begin to rewire your brain to be more positive. So that's what I asked the teacher. Hey, can I do this? Because this is a class that was filled with a lot of, you could feel the, the energy in it. By the end of the week, the energy in that class, even the teachers were coming saying it completely shifted. And there was so much more positivity that was brought to this class through it's, it's and really it was, it was a matter of intent because to be honest with you, meditations didn't go very well. Yeah, but it was yeah the, they, they don't. We have, uh, we have very high hopes in the schools. We actually, um, in our district, um, we have um, it every morning and it's a, it's a requirement now through our superintendent to have these mindful moments and um, and it doesn't go it doesn't go well mm -mm. it doesn't but um, when kids come to me and we I bring these things up to them or we talk about being mindful we talk about they're like oh well, I remember hearing that in class so the seeds are being planted like they're still I mean they're hearing it you know some of them are fiddling around and drawing and this, that, and the other. And, um, you know, some kids are embarrassed, so they're making even more of a ruckus in the classroom while we're trying to do our mindfulness and meditations. But overall, there's something that is being grasped. And if I feel like if we just stick with it, you know, it's, it's going to, you know, these kids that are doing it now in first grade, by the time they're in third or fourth grade, it's going to be very normal to them. Yeah. You know? And, and yes, and there's so, there is a lot of overlap in this podcast, right? For, for you and I. There's a lot of overlap yeah. in others. But hold on a second. Before you just take a step back and look at all the stuff that happened to Brooke and I this week and how the synchronicities were tying us together and how important this topic is because how many of us are not fulfilling our purpose? How many of us are holding on to these third dimensional ideals of fear and not really rising with the earth rising, you know? The earth is the five dimensional energy like that channeled message that we read in the beginning is here. It is present for us at this moment. But so many of us are, are with this, you know, chain around our necks and feet and ankles kicking and screaming to not open up. We're just keep coming up with excuses. Okay, well, well, it's, you know, I don't, I wanna make enough money or I, or I wanna, you know, I, I don't know if I can get the messages that I'm, that I'm meant to get, you know. Be in alignment with trust and love and knowing. You're, one thing that I was telling somebody um, just a few weeks ago was your heart knows. Your ego yeah. mind questions. Right. When you are in your heart, you are always going to know. And I don't care what it is that, that you think. Like, oh, was that communication or, ooh, was that, was that something I should hold on to? Your heart knows that it was, yeah. you know, yeah. and if you sit with it, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I should have jumped in when I did. So, yes. no, um, I have a thing I tell my kids, um, you know, um, I tell them, <laughs> change the world one rebellion at a time. <laughs> So my friend actually, uh, or my son's uh, girlfriend actually made me um, change the world mm. with nice. one rebellion at a time. Nice. So, because we do, we have these constructs that have been here since the beginning of time to keep us in a certain order, which, mm -hmm. eh, we, okay, we kind of, maybe we needed it at one point. You know, at one point, you know, we did have to have some sort of order created because there could be chaos, you know, whatever. 
but we are at a point now, sorry, we are at a point now to where that no longer serves any of us. Mm-hmm. That order that was originally set up no longer serves any of us. But it's right now that we have to break out of that order that's always um, been. Um, and it's you doing the right thing for you. Like, um, you. this isn't everybody's thing. This, you know, all of our true selves are different, but it's breaking out of the societal constructs that have always been there. I pulled my son from school in 11th grade. That was not easy. So being your true self is not easy. Mm-hmm. I was the only one who believed in what I did. I had the battle with my mom, with my husband, with uh, just people. I had a l- few supporters along the way, but not many. It was, it was a battle for me, but I knew it. Um, but in society, you know, we are taught, well, you go to school. You graduate high school. Wow, that's a, that's a huge accomplishment. And then onto that, you go to college. And then after that, you will get a job. And then you will have a house. And then you will have a family. And then you will pay bills. And you will pay taxes. And that is the way this life goes. <laughs> <laughs> so part of what we're in now is a rebellion against all of that. Yes. You know, it's like we are in this rebellion that is that what life is supposed to be? having to work two and three, some people even more side jobs just to barely make the bills, just to barely, you know, it's, this is not what God has cut out for us. Bro, this is what was not the reveal? What, what was the reveal, right? The reveal, yeah. that podcast that we did, the reveal was a new mindset. Yes. That's what the reveal was. And that's exactly what you're saying right there. Yeah. It is a new mindset, a new understanding. And you yeah. are a powerful part in that, all of you. Yeah. Yeah. We were not created to come here and bust our butt just to pay a bill. And, exactly. <laughs> and now is the time that we're breaking away from that. Um, you know, I have this whole idea with this upcoming generation that um, a lot of people from our generation, especially older generations, are saying that, oh, they're lazy. They're this, they're that. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. No, they are here to help us break out of that. You know, they're going to be the ones to realize, they're going to be the generation to go, you guys working 80 hours a week, you do realize that you could do that in like 20 and you could still, they're going to be the ones to to bring us into this new age. So, so true, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. And that is what we're saying. My little rebels, I love them. (laughs) Yes. And we get so caught up in the judgments of, uh, what do they call hipsters uh, of like hipsters or, or yeah. millennials, millennials, the word yeah. we get so caught up in the judgment of them. They're so different than us. They don't work as hard, but that yeah. is not their purpose. We had work ethic. We know how to bust, butt. we know how to grind <laughs> yes. and they don't. Yes. Yeah. But it is, there is a change coming in that is for the better. And they keep saying it. They keep telling yeah. us, we just yeah. have to step back release from all the low vibrational stuff that we're doing like the judgments and the disagreeing because we're only feeding that third dimensional fear we have to step back and and accept what is going on not not obviously the fear but accept the who you are and being who you are and allowing that to be in the forefront and opening up to all of this because you guys are are being called and all this we've said it over and over again that these podcasts are not planned. We allow, Brooke and I both, allow their messages to be presented to us throughout the week. And it is an important aspect of all of this because we're not here, we're we're only here to serve them and their message. That's what this podcast is for. Yeah. And you are here to be your your true self. And that is the message that we are being guided to give you guys. This is important stuff and they keep they overlap for a reason yeah no i i catch myself not being my true self i after the last podcast i was like why did you say that brooke and what (laughs) i said was i kept saying there are people that have a belief that blah 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 no i have that belief so there's again afraid of judgment or trying to meet societal norms that i actually said i tried to put it on that it was other people no i believe that I believe we're in a time of ascension. I believe we're in a time of change. I believe, but you know, even I have moments, we all have moments where we don't accept our true self and we're still trying to, 
you know, I realized that the last podcast that, Hey, I wasn't showing my true self. You know, I was putting that as if somebody else would say that. No, I said it, <laughs> you know, that's a, um, that's a beautiful thing to like, to become one with, to understand, you know, that self-introspection, that introspection is so beautiful. Well, that is going to be key is for us to become aware. I think there are some of us that are a little too self-aware. I, I feel like I've always been one of them. I'm always like, I'm so self-aware. I'm so self-aware. Um, but we do need a level of awareness. And that's one of the things I've, um, I wrote down about ways to, because some people may be watching this and saying, but I don't understand. Like, what do you mean my true self? How do I find my true self? Great and call. I had a little bit of a journey with finding my true self. Um, and one of the, one of the big things is understanding energy, you know, and understanding how energy affects you. You know, um, I used to get really angry or triggered over, um, something somebody would say or do, but then I'd, then I would learn to go, why was I triggered? What was it about that, that triggered me? And when I would look into it farther, like our emotions actually are helping guide us to who our true self is. You know, so if there's something that makes you angry, instead of just like, oh, well, that just made me, look at why that made you angry. Because when you look at that, you are going to find an answer to something about your true self. You know, if something triggers you, ask yourself why it triggers you. Because when you dig down into that, you're going to end up finding an aspect of who your true self is and, you know, what it was you didn't like about that. Um, you know, like one thing with me growing up, I was always triggered <laughs> and always when I was younger, when I look back, the common thread to every situation that I would flip out about was that there was negativity being given from the other end. So negativity is one of my triggers. I can hear somebody say one word of self doubt and I'm triggered and I like, and I want to go to them like, stop it. Don't say that. But I have to find a more tender way to let them know. But I had to look at why does that trigger me? Well, it's because my true self knows that that's not good to say, you know, negative things about yourself or to talk about somebody else. So when I looked at what was really making me angry, it was just simply that. So now that I'm aware of that, I can find a better way to reapproach people instead of just yelling at them and telling them they can't say that, you know, so look goes, at things. Totally. It goes back to the triangle of the, 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 the feelings the speech and the action, you know, if you're going to allow, you might have the thought of, hey, I might not be good enough or, hey, I might not be um, getting particular information. But if I then speak it and act on that, there's way too much energy there. So we have to break that and and start to get into an alignment. And and what you said, I feel, is a tie into that. Like you were, you were first mindful of the thought and mm -hmm. then you chose not to speak of that thought or change the way you speak of that thought which yeah. is powerful so you yeah. see again how everything is tying into each other and you're right mindfulness is huge here to be aware of what we're th of what we're thinking or what is holding us back or or our belief systems that we have that are holding us back and to again make the decision to be in alignment and then speak of that alignment and then act like you're on alignment and to complete that triangular shape to increase the amount of energy that puts you in alignment and puts you where you need to be. So yeah, it start, starts with the mindfulness. Yeah. It's just becoming aware of, um, the thoughts, say. the feelings and yeah. Now, yeah. how do you become mindful? Well, like everything you have to work at it. You know, you have to put forth some kind of effort, whether yeah. it be through meditation or yoga or a billion different other ways. There are books out there that you can read. There are YouTube videos out there that you can, you can watch that teach you how to do certain things to become more mindful of the thoughts, of the words, and of your actions, and how to begin to, you know, not break that, but put some distance in between the, the feelings, the thoughts and the speech or the, and the words. So I'm sorry, though. Is that where you were going? I apologize. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. Yep. Okay. Okay. 
I want to make sure we're on the same page and I don't want to miss you because we're not sitting next to each other right now. So yeah. That's about that. Yeah, we'll have to do that again soon. <laughs> yes, I'm totally in. But so hopefully what we're saying here is making a lot of sense to you guys. And yes, Brooke is bringing up a great point in that, okay, now how do we do that? Mm -hmm. Well, first, you have to embrace who you really are. You know, you're a soul that you're here to do a job. Now, a couple of things that I do tell people too is to, because again, you have to put effort here is get two different modalities, become a Reiki healer, become a medium or become, um, but, but whatever it is your calling is, get two healing modalities so that you can begin to open up your mind and heart to, to the different ways in which you get communication or to the different ways that you can help people. So I use the light a lot. I'm a medium. I do Reiki. You know, there are a lot of different avenues that you can tap into. Brooke? Yeah, well, we're, I just was thinking, we are in a time where this is pretty urgent <laughs> for us to find our true selves. Really and is. so it's like as much as I would love to go over so many things, it, it's kind of like, you got to get there now. But yes, we are all souls and we are here right now for a direct purpose. The other big thing to be aware of is, um, I guess, I feel like I have to explain ego sometimes because some people um, take it like we're talking egotistical or we're talking about like the ego and the id or we're talking about, but when I talk about ego, what I'm talking about is um, the opposite of your true self. You know, when I talk about ego, I'm referring to it as the opposite of your true self. And I saw um, something that, um, is it called an anagram? What is it with the letters? And the letters stand for something. So this oh. is perfect. Acronym? Acronym. Is it? So I don't this know. is perfect. Ego. Exit God out. So your ego does not want your true self to be shown. You know, when your ego, that's that little voice that's telling you, oh, you could never do this. Oh, you'll never make it there. Oh, you'll never be able to. That's the ego. Your true self has to learn to shut it up. Tell it to sit down and shut up. We don't have a lot of time. <laughs> that's got to go. You know, it's like, it, it, it's got to go. Um, but that is the one thing that we do have to fight through this or accept it, but fight through it. So I, I don't, I'm not going to have time for it in this podcast. I will just tell you, if you guys want homework, watch the movie, The Labyrinth. <laughs> um, it is beginning to end the perfect parable for um, the labyrinth being our life's journey. And from the beginning, her having doubt um, and along her journey, which in the movie is an hour and a half in real life, it takes a lifetime, you know, to get there sometimes. But you'll see her go through, um, and you can look at the Goblin King as ego. Matter of fact, if you watch the movie, that is exactly what is his ego journey. Telling her in the beginning, um, you'll you'll never be able to do this. He's like, you you're no match for me. You're not going to be able to do this. He's, it's further than you think. He's telling her all kinds of things to even shut her down from even going on her journey. And she starts on her journey and there's obstacles. Now obstacles, we look at them at life and we think they're there to frustrate us. We think they're there to make us mad or make things harder. And in a way they are there to make things harder, but they're also there to help you reveal strengths that are inside of you that you did not know were there. And in Sarah's case, you see points where she gets very frustrated and she's like, ah, but then she gets moments of hope and she figures something out that she didn't even know that she could figure out. And then as soon as she makes a breakthrough, the Goblin King, the ego, comes in and tries, he, he sees she's getting somewhere. He sees she's making a breakthrough. So he's like, I have to stop this. I mean, and he gets dirty. Like he's not even playing fair. You know, he knows he has to come in and shut this down. So she gets, she gets frustrated for a while with life, her journey. And then she picks herself back up. And along the way, she meets guides. She has friends. Now, these guides, they, um, they can help her, but they don't have all the answers. The answers are in her. The answers are in Sarah. So this guide might help get her to another point, but she still has to look inside to find the real answer. So um, she goes on a false alarm. 
the closer you get to a truth about your true self, the more these alarms are going to go off and tell you, no, 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 that's not it. That's not it. Those are false alarms. So in this movie, there's um, false alarms. When you get on the right track, the more you're on the right track, the more things ego is going to try and tell you, nope, nope, this isn't right. This isn't right. You have to keep looking inside and stay true to yourself. Um, another thing she keeps saying throughout the beginning is, it's just not fair. It's not fair. And she says that a couple times. And she finally gets to a point in the movie where she's like, it's not fair. It's just the way it is. You know, so she comes to realizations, the more she has to look inside and the more she has to find draw on her strengths, she finds out that it's, it's in her and that that's just the way things are. So some of these negativities in life, we just have to accept them. You know, we can't just keep harping on them and looking for the negative. The negative is going to be there. Just accept it and don't give it too much power. Don't acknowledge it. So, but when we get down, oh, the <laughs> other thing that distracts us from our true self is materialism. It is our pretty little things. There's a part where she's getting close again. And so they throw her back in her bedroom. They make her forget about everything. And they're showing her all of her pretty little things that are in her bedroom to make her forget that she was on a journey, that she was finding her true self. They give her, like, but look at your bedroom. Look at your pretty little bed. Look at your lovely little stuffed animals. Look at your trinkets. And uh, Sarah's pretty tough throughout this whole thing. I'm like, she, she catches on quick. And she's like, no, 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 I was doing something. I was on a mission. Like, you know, she didn't get sidetracked by everything they were showing her. But every time she would get back on track, Ego, Goblin King, would come along. Well, I'm trying to make a long story short. So I'm going to bring us all the way to the end. <laughs> and she has to face him. And she tells all of her guides that are with her because they all want to go in with her. And she says, you, you know, you can't. I have to face him alone. Uh, you know, and her guides say to her, um, should you need us, we'll always be here. But they understood that she had to go in and face him alone. Now the ego, Goblin King, when she goes in, he um, sings a song. And the ego sings a song about living in her sunlight. Um, he can't live without her because that's how he's fed. He's fed off of her energy. And so that's why he needed to keep her from finding her true self because that was how he was being fed was through her love and sunshine and her light was what he needed to survive. Um, so she gets to a point to where she faces him and says she doesn't need him. She backs him down. And uh, he's still trying to show her things. Oh, but if you keep me, you know, I'll give you anything you want. You can have anything you need if you just keep me. Um, so Sarah's stronger than this throughout the whole thing. She finally takes that leap of, she's up on these towers. She leaps off the ledge. So that just leap of faith. Um, and then she finally says to him, and she's looking for the words to say. Uh, the guides kind of give her the words to say. Um, but he's still trying. He's still, let me rule you. You can have anything you want. Let me rule you. Ego is telling her, like, he's, he's, he's grasping at this point because he knows that she is getting ready to fully get rid of him. Um, so she finally says to him, my kingdom, um, my kingdom is great. Um, you have no power over me. And so this was her final... Um, you know, in, in, the, in the movie, it's all about the words you use. And she had to find those right words to get rid of him. And she just said, my kingdom is great. You have no power over me. And there's nothing else he could do. He tried, he tried. That was the final of he disappears, he flies off. Um, so our ego is what keeps us. So the Goblin King's gone. Now the cool thing is her guides are still there. So you would think this whole little mystical journey she was on and all disappears it doesn't he was the ego she got rid of him um all of her guides are still there and they popped in just to let her know if you should need us we'll still be here movie ends with a party in her room all of her guides um some of them were questionable at times you know and some of them were ruled by the goblin king and a bit of the ego at times and they were there to try to stop her also and um so even they, at the end, they were all together in her room having a big dance party of freedom 
because she is finally free from the ego. And then you see the Goblin King as the owl looking in the window of her free, and he just flies away. Nothing else he can do. I did fit it all in there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, we channeled a message. Oh, sorry. We channeled a message I, before about that, about the ego. Throughout Go this whole time, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have time. I'm not even going to worry about it. We're not even going to go the route of me explaining the ego and the labyrinth and the Goblin King. And I got, it, it had to come out. I'm sorry. It had oh to come gosh. out. Oh my gosh. Love it. I don't know if I expressed it fully. I could probably make that into a two-hour podcast of breaking that movie down. Bottom line, she had to have these struggles and things to find her true self. The whole time, the ego was battling. The further we get, the closer we get to our true self, the more battle we are going to have and the more the ego is going to fight to stay there. And that's why right now I'm finding a lot of people's egos are bigger than ever because they know that this is the last hurrah mm -hmm. with us going to 5D. This is their last chance. You know, whether you look at it like ego and true self, whether you look at it like angel, devil, mm -hmm. this is the last hurrah. So they're going to do everything they can to break down right now. And right now it's more important than ever for us to rise above, tell it to go F off and get on with it. <laughs> yep. So what does somebody who is so what does it look like when you are uh discovering your true self well one you trust you know you, we've already said you know the heart knows and brooke was saying that it is you know it's it's not materialistic the ego is materialistic it's it's uh keeping you in fear well the opposite is what is a representation of being in alignment, being true to yourself, being true to the light, love, not holding on to that fear. It being fully open and receptive to these loving ideas that are coming to us and letting go of the ego that Brooke just said and allowing the love and light to shine through you. And that, you know, being in that receptive loving light being that authentic self is of uh being true i actually just channeled a message the other day and 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 what they said i thought was so profound it was so simple yet so profound and that was truth is light and that is so huge so yeah. simple and so huge yeah and that's the thing um this is all we make things a lot more complicated than they have to be. Mm -hmm. Really, the, the, it's simple. It is simple. If anything that is in your head that is negative, that's your ego. Anything that's telling you that you're not good enough, you can't do this, that's too far, you'll never be able to do that, that's your ego. Or, you or judging somebody else that's, that's different than you. Judging yeah. them is also ego. Yes. You know? the, if, if the thought is negative, it is your ego and you tell it to go F off. It's that easy. Like we are making things so complicated in there. I can give you a million tricks to get there and ways to fight to get there. And, and I, I guess because I'm there now, it's easier said than done, but it is easier. If you are having a negative thought, that is not you. That is not your true self. You immediately battle it. Tell it, I'm strong. Whatever. You, tell it whatever you have to. Shut it down shut it down. Don't even go to your friend and go, oh, I'm feeling this today because I, don't, I know I'm not good. Shut it down. That's not you. If it is a negative thought, that is not your true self. Mm -hmm. Now, I, something that I always get, you're exactly right. And something that I always get about the ego mind is to send it love because love is the antithesis of what it is. Yeah. And if you feed it, if you feed it anger, then you're only allowing it to grow. If you feed it frustration, like frustration or anger that it's even there or even making you think that that feeds it if you feed it anger so you send it love hey thank you for the message that you just sent me you for the lesson that you just taught me yes and that begins to change that because you're raising that vibration and and we have channeled here before about the ego and they have said that the that uh as you are becoming in alignment that the ego mind is actually going away 
because yeah. you're allowing more of them in and they are of the light and love and everything that is light and love and truth and alignment and yeah yeah and that's why um you know we have i have to watch my terms working with kids in a school and so of course you can't use ego true self i can't use uh, angel devil i don't even really want to use with them because um but i just use the head versus the heart mm -hmm. and i think that's the the simplest way for the human condition to be summed up is this versus this totally. and when you can find a way to bring that all together again jim henson with dark crystal you have your dark and your light but they're both connected you know exactly. it, it's still a part of you so when you find a way to bring this together as one that is when we've accomplished and it starts exactly and it starts with mindfulness it starts mm -hmm. with noticing it starts yep. with that noticement after the noticement comes the choice that you have to whether whether you not whether or not you want to vibrate high or vibrate low and hopefully yeah. you choose to vibrate high but we are humans obviously so that's not some that's not something to overlook that's that's a, a major factor here so be aware of that and just stay calm be peaceful with yourself, you know, always send yourself love and light and just continue to work at being the best version of who you are. And you're, you're going to, you're going to get there. So mm -hmm. awesome. You ready? I'm ready. Awesome. I appreciate you had some amazing, amazing messages there, guys. Um, a question to ask yourself though, is have you had enough of the darkness? And what is darkness? It's those judgments. It's the anxiety, depression, the sadness, the, you know, that you keep feeding. Fear. Don't feed. Yes, the fear. Stop feeding that. Feed the light, feed the love, and continue to be the best version of yourself. And uh, hopefully you do step into that version because mm -hmm. it's needed. All right. So thank you. Uh, we'll take a moment. You're cool, right? Yep. To um, just... I was getting some visualization guys real quick during this one was I saw this dark forest and I was seeing as we were talking people like people that were walking out of it but those people were you that was awesome it was you guys opening up to your true self and actually literally stepping out of that dark forest it was so beautiful awesome yeah there was another one too and I darn it I for, I forget what that was and I apologize I'll try to do better of really um, acknowledging them as they come in, but I, but I also want to make sure that we, I don't interrupt Brooke, and and I, and and I also want to make sure that I get all these these uh, uh, communications that are flowing into me out. So, but Brooke gets them too, so we gotta be mindful of that. Anyway, I'll take a second. Yeah, I mean they're definitely they've been. I was actually getting Jesus in the in the middle there just saying that he was here so but it is he not coming up here i can hear him grateful we are for the opportunity to communicate with you all my children beautiful is this notion idea for we have been communicating immensely with christopher and brooke throughout this week and transition as you all are experiencing my children beautiful it is the opportunities that are going to present themselves to all of you as you continue to move into alignment with who you truly are my children it is a beautiful opportunity that is going to manifest for all of you should you choose to truly align and yes alignment is one of love one of truth and these are ideals that we encourage you all to be fully in alignment with for as you are in alignment with truth and love, you are going to be in full alignment with your true self. And your true self is exactly what you are all are meant to be. Yes, it is very true that the density of this realm does occupy much of the minds of all of you. But it is through these podcasts and people like yourselves, light workers, mess messengers, who are here that express your true self, your true loving self soul that make it possible for the light to be shed upon all those that are still in need of more maturing growth 
but we are so pleased and grateful for the opportunities like this to present ourselves directly to you with the idea and notion that you are powerful individuals that are here to serve a true purpose of God, one that is here of light, love, and the creator that is attempting to be one with all of you. But that oneness comes through the alignment of truth and love. And when the truth and love are truly held on to, truly felt and believed, then the creator does step forward. And we are so blessed and grateful for the opportunity to present these words to you, for they are of truth and truth again is of light and love. Truth is alignment and you, my children, are an aspect of truth, of light, of love. And we encourage you all to open up to that truth, to be one with it and allow for it to guide your, your own truth as you proceed along this journey path. For you are all on different roads, but ultimately going in the same direction. And we are pleased by this understanding by you. Be one with it and allow for the heart to guide your true self, your true light and love, your truth. And it will take you to where you are meant to go. We have referenced prior the lazy river and the idea and notion of not debating yourself on who you are, but simply opening up the heart to allow yourself to step forward and revealing itself to you. It is not a debate. It is not an argument with yourself. It is not a thought in your mind of questioning who you are. It is simply allowing your heart to step forward and take you, showing you, revealing yourself to yourself. It is no more difficult than that, than simply being open to the idea of yourself stepping forward. It is not a confusion point, a confusing point that you should take from this podcast. It is one that we encourage you simply to go in peace with, knowing that yourself, as long as you open up the heart and the receptivity of the heart, that will allow for the soul and your guides to step forward and take you to where you are meant to go, my children. It is this aspect of the lazy river that we encourage you all to fall upon, to allow it to guide you truly, for you are all being guided at this very moment. Be open to the receptivity that is currently coming to you at this very moment that we speak and allow for the heart to open up and the, the soul and guides to step forward to guide you to where you are meant to go. Your road, your path will open itself. Be true to it. Pay attention to the notions, the nudges, the feelings that you currently have that are calling to you where you are meant to go. And we are pleased for the allowance of this information to be brought forth at this time. Go in peace, my children, and be one in love and truth always. And you will find your way. We are so grateful for this. Thank you. And thank you, Enoch. I appreciate you. And all of your guidance, too, for Broken Eye over the week with all the synchronicities that you guys have allowed us to experience. I am so grateful. Mm -hmm. And no doubt <laughs> you are. I'm sorry. I thought you wanted to say something. No. I thought I was going to say something. Yeah. No. Um, I guess just the, the last thing, and maybe it's why I was getting that <laughs> in my throat just to make it so short and sweet this final battle is a battle of the consciousness and it is in here and it is light and it is dark and you are either feeding the light or you are feeding the dark so if you find that that thought is being the dark quickly change it to the light because this is the final battle it is happening in here in consciousness right now <laughs> brooke you're you are a channeler and we yeah. are going to get you there i'm telling you you are a channeler well, that's what the whole time you're talking. I'm like, okay, I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> I'm telling you, you are a channeler. So we're, we're going to get that out of Brooke. She's going to be channeling for you guys. <laughs> that, that's unquestionable. But anyway, thank you so much, Brooke. We, uh, we certainly love you and we love everyone that listens here. And we are so grateful for you all. And um, thank you. Thank you very much. Open to Energy is the website. If you guys have any questions, 
for me or for Brooke. And if you come through the website, I will certainly relay it on the Brooke and have her reach out directly to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's, yeah. I, that I do great with. That is, and that is where my channeling does come through. It comes through in conversation. And the reason that I know it's channeling is because I've learned something from it. You know, what they use me for to come like, oh, wow, I walked away from the conversation learning some things myself, you know, and that's how I know. And that, that is really where my gift is. So if you do have any questions, anything like, I think they'll find the answer for you. <laughs> so, and I'd be more than happy to um, try to help or guide or answer anything for anybody. Thank you. I appreciate that. She's awesome. And you guys are awesome too. So thank you all. Love you all. And uh, we'll see you later. Take care, guys. See ya.